is Speaking with Gravity, and we are back. I am Curvin. And I'm Ty. And we're a mental health podcast that talk about how everything affects everything. When you sit with a therapist, the conversation is different. With every episode, the goal is to have a conversation that's going to make you think, uh, make you feel, make you do what's best for you. I'm a therapist, but this isn't therapy. It's a podcast. Today, April the 7th, 2022, we're going to, uh, it's just going to be me and Ty uh, today. Um, we're going to switch it up for y'all a little bit. So we're going to talk about social media. This is our whole world now, um, for the most part. Like, if you really think about it, there's... I don't think I can go a day without my phone or visiting any app on my phone. Uh, And I find now, even when I'm in the car, (laughs) I find like if I, if I stop, then I'm, I'm picking up my phone and I'm looking at it. I'm literally just, I'm on an app. I'm going to go to some app and I'm going to pick it up. And uh, I noticed that really a lot this year. It's like, I can't just be still and not touch my phone and look at an app. Unless I put it somewhere, like if I'm at the house, you know, I'm gonna put it down and I'm gonna mm-hmm. walk off. But other than that, man, it's it's in my hand and and I'm I'm looking at it, and just thinking about uh, some of the research that they've they've had out there. Not a lot, but um, they had some research out there, and just how does it affect us? Um, so you know, we do our Twitter discussions, and uh, I put on on Twitter. I did this. Okay, I shouted myself out this, this month right here. Uh, mental, mental health is just like physical health. Physically, we prepare and protect our bodies through exercise and eating well to prevent illness. So likewise, mentally, we should check our entertainment diet to enhance our support systems and establish boundaries. When you think about time, here we go. When you think about entertainment diet, what's your entertainment diet? How do you entertain yourself? Um, for me, just being mindful of the music I listen to. Mm. Um, sometimes being mindful of the people that I'm around. Um, being mindful of the things that I watch. Um, being mindful of the things that I say, you know, or... Um, when I'm out just relaxing, enjoying leisure time. Um, yeah, just being mindful of the things that I'm consuming mentally and then just assessing is this helping me towards my overall mental well-being. Um, is this adding to it or is it taking away? Taking away, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so for me, that's what my entertainment diet is. Um, and it kind of coincides with physical because I enjoy working out, so... That's entertaining to me, uh, making sure that the physical body is just as uh, maintained and well as, as so the mental. Because, like you said, mental health is just like physical health. They do go hand in hand. One doesn't operate without the other. A lot of times, um, if someone comes in uh, to see me or they're talking to me, I ask them about the music they listen to. That gives you insight mm-hmm. into that individual, what they're thinking, um, <laughs> what turns them on what interests them, mm-hmm. um, 
And then even like you were saying with the TV, that, that makes a difference. What are you watching? I love comedy shows. Um, and it kind of relaxes me. Um, but I also like drama too. And, you know, drama puts me in a, in a, different, a different mode than if I'm watching comedy or watching um, stand-up. So, yeah. So, QD of the hour to kind of uh, set us up for this whole thing that we're talking about. So, the QD of the hour, um, which is our, another version of Fun Facts, information for you to be able to give to your friends, family, colleagues, coworkers, church members. According to the Pew Research Center, 69% of adults and 81% of teens in the United States use social media. This puts a large amount of the population at an increased risk of feelings for anxiety or feelings of anxious, um, depressed, or ill will over their social media use. That's crazy. Uh, 69% of adults, so almost 7 out of 10 people. I, I think I, I have to go, I'm going to try to figure this out, but I think this, uh, this research was done in 2018. I think that's when it was done. I meant to have it pulled up already. But, you know, four years later, I would venture to say it's more than just that 69%. Because at one time, you can kind of figure that the older generation wasn't going to be on it. Mm -hmm. But now, even the older generation is they have a smartphone. Yeah. Um, they know what face they know what Facebook is. Uh, and they're able to navigate the phone to be on there a lot. Uh, but sixty nine seven out of ten people, eight out of ten teens. Um, and then this actually affects us. Everything that we are consuming, everything that we're putting into our mind is affecting our thoughts and affecting our moods. And sometimes we do it just nonchalantly, just don't even think about it, just like, ah, oh, let me peruse this. It's all, and, and then the algorithms that they use, so whatever you're clicking on, whatever you like it, now you're being fed more mm -hmm. and more of that. Um, I try not to click on those fighting videos so that I don't get them into my feed. And if somebody, well, actually, I don't have too many people sending it to me, but if I see it in the news or something, I'll go check it out, maybe. Um, but then you notice when you actually go and check it out, what happens? Now you're starting to get that into your feed all the time. So yeah. the, um, the connection between poor mental health and social media apps is scary. In spring of 2021, the Reboot Foundation surveyed more than 1,000 Americans on their social media usage and its impact on their mental health. More than half of the people who took part in the survey, they acknowledged that their social media use intensified, their social media use intensified their feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness. They also knew that it contributed to the feelings of low self-esteem and made it harder for them to concentrate. Yet, we don't have more doctors, schools, and community groups speaking out against it. Today, we're going to talk about it. But then, you know, when you think about why they're not speaking out, that's a lot of money being made on social media. I, obviously, I am on it. But um, I remember when I, was, when I first got on Instagram, 
Instagram was just pictures, right? Dope pictures of different places, obviously um, pictures of individuals, mm -hmm. uh, male and female. Um, somebody uh, put something that was interesting out there. And now, uh, when I went through it, of course, it was my timeline, so it was what whoever I followed was under my timeline. And then they changed it to whoever I followed and the people that were like them, right? Yeah. And now they have it. If I'm going through my feed, it'll say promoted. Right. Oh, that promotion just aggra it irks me. Because sometimes it ain't even something that I would necessarily want. But that promotion, uh, it puts you, if um, I follow mental health therapists because I'm into mental health, right? But then I see something about exercise, right? And it'll be a woman, and she's going to be attractive. No. Well, I wasn't ready for that. Um, I ain't necessarily rushing through it all the time, especially if she is attractive. But my mindset wasn't there, and mm -hmm. you put it there because it's in my timeline. And, and, and the reason it's probably it came up, because we do talk about exercise when it comes out of mental health. So it's just, it's just crazy how that is. Uh, and sometimes we think we connect it uh, with someone because we see them on social media. That's another thing. Like, who are our friends on social media? Uh, let me let me let me ask you this: When you're on social media, your Instagram, Facebook, I don't know what else. You, what else are you on? How you not want the people to know that? No. Oh, they they checking for you. They checking <laughs> for you. Um, um, just Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat for my personal accounts. You don't do TikTok? Not for personal, no. You, you don't have no interest in it? <laughs> I mean, I've used it for um, one of my business accounts okay, okay, because, okay. So you know, you, the you, hype around TikTok. But for my personal account, no. And what um, business account is that? 6-1 Event Rentals okay. here in Greenwood. All right. Um, so you you familiar with the, the platform or whatever? Mm -hmm. I think it's great. Uh, yeah. So when, with me. that... You got your business one and you got your personal one. Mm -hmm. How do you go about deciding who's going to be? No, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to say. How do you go about deciding if somebody requests you? How do you go about deciding? Like, am I am I going to accept that? Like for me at this point, because of what I do, I kind of accept everybody. I'll go through to see if it's like a bot or somebody who just. Um, created a profile or whatever, uh, I might look at that. But outside of that, if you if you request me, I'm gonna accept you because um, I'm not necessarily gonna respond to you. Mm -hmm. um, so if you request me, I accept you. I don't have no 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 qualms when it comes out of that. But what about you? For me, with again the personal accounts, um, they were created when I honestly in high school and college. So high school for Facebook when I was a senior. In junior senior yeah that's when facebook came out so i was getting ready to go into college because facebook i think was originally designed for individuals who were pursuing higher education if i'm not mistaken because i believe you had to have a certain yes email address. yes you had to have a school, a school registered college, email yeah, address. Yeah. um so getting on facebook then although i was still a high school student so i don't know how that happened because you probably had an email address through the school at that time uh, I can't remember, not the high school, but either way, um, those uh, platforms, well, not platforms, but those accounts were created then. So a lot of people are people who I've gone to school with um, 
here, hometown, college, and outside of that, if I don't know you, I'm not adding you. Um, again, it just depends. It's a case-by-case thing now in my life. Now, probably 10 years ago, of course, I want all of these people on my social media account, but now it is a personal social media account. So for me, people that I do know personally, as well as individuals who are doing things that align with the things that I want in my life or that I have in my life, whether I know them personally or not for now. Um, Do you, so so yours was created um, back then. Uh, Mine was created (laughs) back then. And we got a lot of people. I, I've never looked at your, your friend count, but I I probably got um, 1500 people, I think on Facebook, obviously I don't go through all of them, Mm -hmm. but do you find yourself feeling more, connected to people or not more connected but like you haven't talked to this person in a year or two but you see them on facebook so you feel like huh we still good we still cool but then you when you really go into you're like man i hadn't hung out with that person in years yeah again a lot of friends on my social media accounts we don't speak daily um or we don't talk at all but I've known them through high school, you know. So, again, honestly, I even go back and forth with that. Now where I am trying, where I am in my life, where I'm trying to go, um, it's important, again, of who I see on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just because we don't speak every day or I know you as a childhood friend or through high school classmates, I'll still keep them on my profile. But, I mean, to keep it 100 if I don't talk to you, I will unfriend you. Um, people that I don't associate with anymore just depends. I mean, yeah, yeah I've hit a few unfriend, unfriend for personal reasons maybe, but I'm growing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know area. if I – yeah, I guess I, I probably unfriended more people on Instagram than I have on Facebook. Same here. Yeah. I don't, Same here. I, I don't know. I don't really know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I think for me with Instagram, at one point, I was just following all of these celebrities, and I yeah, still yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and again, like you said, with the algorithms of promoting ads and things, following this boutique, following this travel um, media sites, profile, um, people I don't know again in college, so trying to connect with people from this school, this school, and don't really know them. So fast forward five years later, who is that? I don't even know them. How many you, mutual? You can't friends even do connect. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think it's time for me to unfriend this yeah. person. Um, I've I've <laughs> done that where um that has happened more on Facebook than Instagram. Where I'm like, all right, how do I know this person? Yeah. Now, I'm spending time to go through their photos to see if I can get a, a right. old photo of like, oh, okay, I remember <laughs> them from X. And sometimes it worked. If it's somebody from undergrad. They'll put on a uh, throwback Thursday, I guess. I don't even know they still do that anymore. And then you be like, oh, yeah, I do remember them. But you only hung out with them like once or twice mm-hmm. in undergrad. But um, the other thing you said about the travel, right? Um, I, what I also find myself doing sometimes is comparing. Um, comparing myself to uh, my classmates, people uh, my age, um, even if it's not somebody that I personally know, but compare myself to maybe a, a, a couple that's around about my age with the same amount of kids, and be like, okay, they go on a vacation every three months. What am I doing wrong? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm out here working from uh, sun up to sun down, and I can't take my family on vacation. 
Um, but I don't know what's going on in their household. I don't know how they do it. And you know, the, the other thing is, there have been times we've been on vacation, and my wife will post three months later, and it's looking like we on vacation right then. Okay. Uh, we at the house. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, they could be doing that too. It's not a you know, they're not out and about every three months, but it's it appears that it appears that way on social media. But because as human beings. We have to, we typically going to evaluate ourselves by looking at people similar to us, um, whether that be uh, our age group, whether that be uh, our ethnic group, or even our careers. We're looking at, we're evaluating where this person was at this point in time, and we're saying, okay, am I where I need to be? Uh, and if you're not careful, man, that thing will have you feeling bad. It'll have you feeling depressed. And uh, as I always say whenever I'm talking to people about social media, social, social media is a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Now, in recent uh, times, I was listening to Remy Ma on um, Drink Champs podcast, and she was bugging out because she was trying to understand why do people cry on social media? Why are they putting those uh, those moments out there on social social media? And I guess you know what? It's funny because I've always said people only do their highlight reel. They only going to give you their peak experiences. They only give you the happy moments. And we say that, and then when somebody actually put their most vulnerable moments on there, then we like, why you do that? Why you gonna get a camera to do that? Uh, I don't know what's right or wrong, but typically what you're going to have is more peak experiences, more happy moments than you are the sad moments. I have seen, because I do um, look at certain accounts related to mental health, I have seen where people are actually, uh, like somebody who's diagnosed with bipolar or maybe uh, schizophrenia, they'll try to record when they're in a manic state or they'll try to record um, when they are in this different reality than everybody else so that they can show the world what it's like to be living with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think, um, well, you hit on a lot of key points. Going back to individuals comparing themselves, I mean, I'm guilty of it at one point in my life, and maybe even sometimes subconsciously engaging in those type of thought patterns. But just like we were saying earlier in a Twitter discussion, mental health is just like physical health. So being mindful um, or just being aware, again, of our own thought processes and perceptions and uh, beliefs because yeah, our own thought processes, beliefs or whatever, um, perceptions of the things that we are taking in and really sitting with self when we notice that we're engaging in judgmental thoughts, comparison to others um, who may be on vacation with their family, and and then, again, subconsciously asking ourselves, like, hey, why aren't I there yet? Or am I, how do get, it doesn't even matter. Your path is your path. So to tie in all of this, I think, with managing mental well-being, really taking a moment to disconnect, you know, um, meditate, really, to disconnect with the the thought patterns that may not be serving you. And even if they, even if you have those thoughts, learning to, again, disconnect, just be aware of them, they're going to go, you know. Um, they're going to come and go. Um, 
yeah, I was getting somewhere else. But yeah, just being able to disconnect, tune out the mental chatter when you notice again that you are engaging in those type of thoughts. And I think as that becomes a habit, just like it's a habit for a majority of us to pick up our phones and immediately go mm-hmm. to a social media app. Okay, if I find myself again engaging in those type of thought processes where I'm comparing. No, this is my journey. This is my path. Uh, maybe using that as inspiration, Im- um, imagination. Okay, I see myself there too in the next two years or two months from now. So. And people don't, they don't, they don't put the steps on there. You know, they may, <laughs> um, I, I think I asked you in a, pa- in a past episode, or I might have asked you personally, um, you were saying you did a vision board. Is oh. that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you did a vision board, uh, and you had done one before me. Um, but I asked you, did you do everything on there? And you was like, oh, yeah. It's just, it's kind of like a, you respond like, yeah, every, if I'm not mistaken, everything you put on there, you did it, right? Yeah. Um, and if you were one of those people, you're not one of those people that post everything. But if you were one of those people, then you would post, okay, I completed this or I did this. But you don't, no, rarely do people post every step of the way. You know, I'm trying to have a grow a business. But I'm not posting the day-to-day things, the nuances. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> me sending in information to the insurance and the ins- insurance rejecting my claim, or me having to wait three months before I get paid because I gotta figure out how to bill, even though billing is simple. And you know, that ain't even sexy to put that on <laughs> on, <laughs> on Instagram or anything. It's not sexy to put all of these these. But what you have to define what's sexy. I mean, because, again, perception. Everybody, yeah. we know what society, uh, we know what, the, again, what we may say in the dictionary, what sexy is. But, yeah. again, I think perception, people, interpretation of what it is. Some people may think that's sexy as a turn on. I ain't creative uh-huh. enough to put it <laughs> in that sexy form. Like, I'll just be like, oh, man, see, I got denied again. You know? <laughs> it, it'll come off like I'm complaining. But... Um, the point is that comparison, you're only comparing, comparing yourself to a version of this person or this um, thing that they're going through, the situation that they're going through, or the path that they're, they're, they're taking. You're mm-hmm. not necessarily comparing it to the real, the, the whole uh, of it. And like you were saying, to di- disconnect is really necessary. To really disconnect and look at look within, you know, to see what I really want, and am I willing to make this? Um, am I willing to stay this path to get wherever, um, it, whatever goal that I think I decide uh, that I decided on? And then the other thing is with social media, that I also think we don't always think about. You know, when you were growing up, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up. You had your, in high school, you had the most popular person. Oh, yes. You know, you had the best dress. You had the uh, most likely to succeed, the most athletic. That was your high school. You know, and, you know, in the area that we live in, we probably had uh, three other high schools, three to four other high schools that you can kind of put your hands on. And you may know that information. But for the most part, you within this little realm of people in this area, where now social media is so big. Now you're not just comparing yourself to the most likely to succeed person in your high school, the most athletic person in the next high school over. You're not just comparing it to that. 
Uh, and I watched sometimes the sports documentary, and they was talking about AAU. Uh-huh. When you was doing a, when people did AAU, it's whoever they saw. But they didn't. If they didn't see nobody from the West Coast, they didn't know about the guy from the right. West Coast. But now you know about everybody that's in this country and the next country. Right. Lamelo Ball went all the way over to another country to kind of get his game up. Uh, and we saw that. We was able to view that. And I do think that's the beauty of social media. It's a beauty. Know. It's definitely a beauty. But it's, <laughs> it's more people that you can compare yourself to. Like, and then when it's more people that you can compare yourself to, then you start thinking about, uh, <laughs> like, all right, so, now nah, I'm not going to tell my age. I've been telling my age on here. But I look at... Um, uh, other people, and I do compare myself body-wise to them. Um, what if you know somebody was to say something about well, why are you working out at that age? You know, why? What if they put that in my comments? Where if I was in my little town, people are not gonna—they're not gonna say that out loud. And if they did say that out loud, chances are I kind of know them or know of them, and I can just kind of down downplay it. Mm-hmm. But when you're on social media. Some random person put this on here. Now you're like, okay, is that correct? I mean, but I think that goes back again to a sense of self. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's somebody, If I guess if I'm hearing it right, it doesn't matter if it's a person that I know who puts that in the comment or a stranger that I don't know. I guess it kind of does, but again, my response, I wouldn't internalize. I'm working out because who says that there's an age limit on working out? You know, I'm, I'm trying to maintain my overall health. I plan on living a long a long life, you know. But you you open yourself up to ridicule <laughs> at no matter what you do uh, on social media, whether it's exercising, um, whether it's going to the, going to church, or whether it's uh, well, I don't allow my kids to do this. You're opening yourself up to ridicule. I've seen um, some guys, you know, you know, of course you got to earn your leisure with the with the um, financial literacy and they gotta uh, earn your leisure for kids now yeah. that is super cool uh, and I, I'm gonna try to uh, push my kids to kind of watch that I haven't seen it yet but what's the guy who had the you told me about him he has the game that talks about banking and all of that he got a oh, lot of um, tattoos on Derek Grace okay yeah, so Grace. he was on there uh, I think he was teaching his daughter like all of this stuff about financial literacy and you got people who think oh she that's too early for you to be let her just be a kid so you're opening yourself up to ridicule with with social media to to disconnect is to help yourself out but you got to be prepared you got to (laughs) be mentally strong to have to deal with okay i decided to put myself out here with this situation now i got to be ready for the backlash and sometimes when it comes down to the younger generation, they're not always ready for that. You know, um, you know that you know the disconnect. I know to delete a comment that I don't like, but sometimes people can actually see the comment and it just resonate or inter- they internalize it and it just it just it doesn't go away from them. And I think again it goes back to this, which is why we really do need to disconnect and get in tune with self when we notice that we are experiencing emotions or discomforting emotions, um, things that don't make us feel pleasant. Whether it's a comment off of social media or something that I see on social media, okay, how am I going to respond to this? Though I don't have no control mm. over what they what they say. Again, I posted this on a public platform, and however one chooses to interpret what I post. 
Okay. And if I do feel it's offensive or or doesn't align with what I post, I don't know. I mean, it's up to me to choose how I respond so that it doesn't affect me. Um, and even if it does, because again, we're spiritual beings just having a human experience, we still feel things. And with that, I think the feelings alone is an indicator. All right, what am I going to do for me to feel differently? Because I am in control ultimately of how I feel. Um, but it's an every day, every hour, every minute tapping into self thing. I know for me personally, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that every day. Like you really got to think about it. You can't just, again, you can't just be like lack of days ago and, oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. You really got to check in and see how does it affect me? Right. Now, everything that I'm doing, how does it affect me? And if it's bringing you down, you either got to disconnect and come back to it or completely get rid of it. I don't know what life would be like not having social media anymore. Oh, I think I could do it, considering I did it one time before. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it would, you know, it, it may be difficult now. But if that's if that's necessary, it's necessary. Even with you know, uh, I was thinking about when, when I say open up to ridicule, right? Like you think about um, Kanye. Um, he has some some valid points. He has some interesting points. Uh, he has a diagnosis, and then people automatically take everything he do and connect it to his diagnosis. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes he's just making a statement, and sometimes he's just passionate about something. Mm -hmm. You know, that's you know that's that's a tight subject there, but that opens you up to ridicule, um, put, uh, posting stuff out there, and then. Um, what we, going back to uh, the previous statement about sometimes you can have friends on social media and you feel like you're still cool with them, but y'all ain't hanging out. As human beings, we gotta have social connection. You know, everybody don't have to have the same amount of friends. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, social connection could be 20 people, 30 people. Um, for somebody else, it might, as long as I got my four or five friends. But if nothing else, COVID should have helped us realize how necessary it is for us to be socially connected to each other. Because when we were in that isolation, it has done, it has shown how important it is to be around people. Um, those persons who were, um, maybe had one person that they was in the house with or somebody who was alone by themselves because they're trying to be safe, they're trying to live, but they're, they're in the house by themselves. I had four other people in the house with me. You know, um, and then I still had to work too. I was a essential worker, um, that's what they call them. But, so I was still interacting with people to some degree. But there were people who weren't leaving their house outside of getting food. Mm -hmm. um, and that shows us how important social connection is. Scientific evidence strongly suggests that this is the core psychological needs. It's essential to feeling satisfied with your life. That's crazy. That's crazy. People, a lot of, I hear sometimes people say, uh, I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> that means something going on with themselves. And I've been one of those people to say, I've, 
I think maybe in my 31 years of life, I've said something along the lines of, I don't like people. I, I, I don't know. Maybe as an adolescent, but. But yet you in this field. You love that's, people. I know. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy. I, I'm shy, so I'm going to take that away. But I mean, I think I probably have said that alone. I don't like people. Just yeah. out of something wrong with, not necessarily wrong with self, but an indicator. All right, we need to tap into what you got going on because I feel like how you, this is just me. How you treat others kind of is a an indicator of how you're treating yourself. You know, how, how you treat yourself, how you show up for yourself. But that's just me to some level. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And, you know, when we are connected to each other, like, you know, if I've, I've not had a necessarily good day and talked to you and it been better. I've talked to D and it been better. Um, and sometimes my friends don't know this. They'll know this after watching this. But sometimes I'll call somebody randomly mm-hmm. um, that I'm cool with because I'm feeling some type of way. I don't need for them to say, Kervin, are you feeling some type of way? But having these conversations with them will be uplifting to some degree. Now, I have came out and said to someone, yeah, I'm feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's not all. That's not that's not often, but um, uh, it was just a little while ago. My, it was the anniversary of uh, my dad' death, okay. and every year isn't the same uh, for me. But this year, it was it was rough, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it was so heavy on me, but it was heavy on me. Uh, and <laughs> the more I isolated myself and just went to work and then came back home, the worse it got. And it lasted probably about a week or so. But when I started interacting and engaging, it got better. And it's like, uh, even as a therapist, we, we know stuff sometimes, and sometimes we forget it or we don't put it into play. Guilty. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then we have, to, Guilty. we have to really go in and put it into play and be like, aha, this is what was going on or this is what I should have did. And I love when you said it earlier, this is a day-to-day thing. You really got to reassess from day to day yourself. Um, so this, this was good, talking about social media. Um, social media ain't your therapist. Don't, 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 don't go on there and, yeah, and that's, that's another thing we didn't, we didn't talk about. Uh, they did do research on this and I don't have it in front of me, but uh, was it dopamine? When you get those likes, you're feeding, it's almost like you're feeding yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's some type of high that, okay, and I, do, I don't do this now at all, but I remember you know, when Instagram kind of first came out and I got 20 likes. I was like, oh, I got 20 <laughs> likes. And don't let me get 50, 60, 70. I don't think I, I, well, I have went over 100. Typically when I go over 100, I'm posting my whole family. Ain't nobody looking at me <laughs> put 100 likes on that, but it, it makes you feel good. When you see those things, which you know we, we hadn't really talked about, but that's another thing that people are chasing. They're chasing that high of validation. That's what I call it. Valid, you, you're being validated for being in this world. You're being validated for whatever you presented to the world. Um, and you can do that in real life without just being on social media, but we have a tendency, that's the, I say the lazy part of us now, to just do it on social mm-hmm. media. So, all right, um, we've come to the end um, for this one. 
So subscribe to Speaking with Gravity if you like these conversations that these type of conversations that we're having. We want to prick your conscience. We want you to think about stuff. We want you to check yourself, um, check up from the neck up, <laughs> just to see if this relevant um, to you. Subscribe to uh, Speaking with Gravity on Facebook and Instagram, um, and of course I have that in the show notes for all your event needs. 6-1 Event Rentals. They're doing a lot of good things, and I have that link in the show notes, too. If you need your resume updated or prep for an interview, um, get at D. Um, we'll have her contact information in there. And, of course, we do a BIPOC wellness group every fourth Monday, talking to BIPOC men, trying to validate, educate, and support each other. Shout out to uh, Mr. Winston for holding down the audio and visual productions. Check him out on winstonjstewart.com um, for all your audio and visual needs. And then thank you for taking the time to listen. You know, you could be doing anything and you chose to listen to us and we appreciate that. Yes. And remember, we are therapists, but this isn't therapy. It's simply a podcast. <laughs>